0: Oh, hello. I am Matt Williamson. Um, I'll we'll call it an emergency podcast. I mean, just going to be a real quick over the weekend response to the signing of LaRaven Clark, offensive tackle. Um, I like it. I, I like it quite a bit because. A, a, a Kevin Colbert thing. I mean, he's not the only one in the league that's done these things, but you know, setting yourself up that you don't have to do something on draft day. And that's what this screams to me is getting a third tackle. You know, your line now, you could line up on game day, you're loaded on the interior, especially guard. You have added a swing tackle. He's not going to be in the mix to start. But you certainly could still draft one. I don't think that there will be a guy that they will take at 17. We'll get to that in a minute. But let's, what are you getting in La Raven Clark? So just looking at his information, he turned 30 two days ago. So happy birthday, La Raven! Welcome to Pittsburgh. Um, he is huge. He's 6'5, 311. He has very long arms. He has huge hands. And I remember when he was coming out of Texas Tech, you know, like he was, everyone knew he was going to get drafted, mid-round guy, whatever, but he went to the Combine and really, really did well. So, that's been big for him. That was big for his, you know, draft stock and he probably got pushed up boards higher than he should have, to be very honest with you. I mean, I remember when they got drafted, it was like, well, a big athletic tackle, Goes 82nd overall to the Colts and was really a work in progress, was, was my thoughts on the matter. I mean, even though that he was talented, huge, third. I just want to pull it up, 36 and an eighth inch arms. I mean, like that's insane. And 11 inch hands, that's insane. He still has those things, of course. Ran the 40 in a 5.16, good 10 yard split. Not very good on the bench, as you can imagine, with arms that long. Um, But he's an interesting player. And uh, here's, I pulled up his his combine info. And on NFL.com, this was a a clip from an NFL, you know, anonymous NFC personnel evaluator. He's going to end up being big time in our league. He's got elite foot quickness, he's long, and he's smart. He'll keep getting better once he gets to a pro offense and away from that stuff that Texas Tech does, and he'll become one of the top five tackles in our league. Well, that didn't happen. (laughs) He's now a swing tackle and a good one, though. I mean, I think that he's more than serviceable. So he spent four years with the Colts on his rookie deal. Uh, He played 201 snaps as a rookie, 323 the next year, 365, 148. So it was never really counted on as a true starter. One year with the Eagles. Yeah. Eagle linemen coming to the Steelers is a bit of a trend here. Andy Whitele played 74 snaps in 2021 with the Eagles. And then 114 last year with Tennessee on a bad line. You know, the, the Eagles line was great. Those Indy lines were pretty darn good at the time too. Tennessee line was bad. So I don't think anyone looks at him as a starter. Over the course of his career, he's played four hundred and 445 at left tackle, none at left guard, none at center, 318 at right guard, 392 at right tackle. And he's lined up what they call a tight end, which is a sixth offensive lineman 69 times. Now, those guard snaps to me kind of stand out. Yeah, he can do it, but he's a tackle. He's a big, long, athletic guy, as we mentioned. Um, plus with the Steelers guards, he's not going to be a factor at guard. I think he's your third tackle and he's played basically the same amount of snaps on the left side and the right side. I think that's big. Um, but I also think, well, let's save this for the other side here. You know, that there's, there's some trends going on here, size, physicality, familiarity, obviously with the Eagle situation at the ta- at the across the offensive line, it's pretty obvious what the Steelers are going to do. And they're going to run the football with power. They want to be more physical than you. They want to be bigger than you. And they want to have depth on the offensive line. And they're accomplishing that pretty well. So, again, this is going to be a short one. There's not a ton to talk about with LaRaven Clark. I mean, we're talking about a March 25th signing here, you know, that or I guess it was on the 24th. And, um, but I just want to tell you what you're getting because I do think it makes a lot of sense. We'll be back here in a minute. So along that premise of big, physical, long, I wonder, and of course they were to Ohio State's Pro Day, as everyone is, that doesn't mean anything, and the Steelers will go there every year no matter what, it's a two-hour drive. I wonder about DeWan Jones, the giant, you know, Ohio State tackle at 32. If he's sitting there at 32, would he be a target player for them? I've kind of leaned all along that the answer to that question is yes, maybe more so than Oklahoma's Antoine Harrison, who's a lot more finesse. I'm just going for styles of offensive linemen here. I bet Jones is somebody they will be very familiar with, wouldn't have to rush in the lineup at all, and would have some serious interest at 32. I don't think he'll last to this mid-second round pick. I would not take him at 17. But one other note, Jones aside... What I would do with Clark a fair amount is line him up as a tight end. He has 69 snaps there in his career. And by that, I mean a sixth offensive lineman. Like, I always pick on Zach Gentry on this podcast. My apologies, Zach. You're fine. If you come back, that's okay. You know, whatever. But, of course, Gentry offers much more as a receiver than Clark. I mean, of course. I mean, one of them's a tackle. Runs a five-one. I think you're harder to play against with Clark out there than Gentry. You know, I mean, your other four skill guys, whatever, Pickens, Johnson, Friar Harris, or Warren. But I think a sixth offensive line set is something that we'll see a lot more of. And I have no inside tidbits on this, but they have done it in the past. I just don't think that they've had a good enough sixth offensive tackle to even really consider it. And Clark, to me, can easily do that. It doesn't have to be in short yardage. I mean, it could be first and ten. You come out and six huge people, put them on the line of scrimmage and just mash. So that's something I think we'll see more of. I, I, I want, I'm not sure what the numbers were. I'm not going to check right off the top of my head, but they were they did it like ten times last year. Where I think it might be a hundred times next year. You know, so that they were before last year, the two seasons previous. I'm almost certain they were first or second in the league in usage of six offensive linemen on the field together last year that dipped and I'm just going to attribute it because there wasn't a good enough player to put out there. And I think we're kind of fortunate that both tackles never got hurt too. So I like the Clark signing. Um, I don't know that (laughs) the upside that everyone saw as a draft prospect, is still anything close to attainable. He's 30 years old. The story's probably written. I am very excited and interested to watch him live, you know, at practice, at minicamp, in in Latrobe, all those things. I know his size will stand out even against big people, and his length is insane. But I wonder. I do think the Steelers and Coach Myers have a pretty good, good line coach, and I didn't know much about him before he came here. Um I will say Jeff Stoutland with the Eagles is about as good as it gets. He's kind of acclaimed as the best line coach in the league right now. So he has had good coaching. Um he's by all accounts is smart and takes to it and I don't know exactly what's been missing, but I am interested to find out. It's certainly worth the risk. And to be honest, if they don't take a tackle now in the top, I don't know, 5 picks or even in the whole draft at that point, I think you're okay. It's not ideal. I would love to add a tackle, but I think this signing can get you through the year and see if Dan Moore's as good as you think or good enough. If he isn't, Clark could replace him. Obviously, injury issues too. So uh, it doesn't kill the need by no means. And I know people are like, "Dude, you have to draft a tackle." I'm with you too. I, I think for the most part, you pretty much have to draft a tackle. But if it doesn't go that way, if you you know you're not going to reach. In the second round for a guy you have a third-round grade on is is where I'm going with this. If it lines up, Jones at 32 or, you know, Freeland the next round after that, maybe. I'm not big on Freeland, but I I don't have a ton of tackles that I'm jumping up and down for. Maybe we'll get into that next week. Some mid-round guys that I kind of interest in. But I do think it lessens the need for sure. but. Don't look at this guy and be like, oh, he's you know going to come in and start at one of the offensive tackle spots. I don't see that. I do think the six offensive linemen stuff is very interesting and be hard to play against. So, I uh, just want to throw this at you as soon as you can get it and um, give you a little taste of Raven Clark. I'm sure a lot of you have never heard of him and, and understandable. Over and out. See you.